Okay. So, what's been on my heart? And it's funny how every single time I want to come on this podcast and talk about this, it always slips my mind. But I want to talk about this vision I was given in the midst of, like, the battle. Like, all I know is I was feeling like I was fighting so many different demons, so many different individuals like I feel all day, every day for the past two years now. Going on three. No, two. But all I know is I was, think I was talking to God, like, you know, about different individuals that were actually showing their true character in this fight. Like, in the midst of the battle, I realized, like, I have very few people, actually, allies. Very few people who are actually fighting for me and with me. But, but I always had God. And so... The very few people that actually did fight with me and for me, like, I just took note of it. Because it was, like, very few out of all these people who was fighting against me. And it was, like, every blue moon. They wasn't always fighting with me. They would just, like, sometimes take up for me. Different times I have different people who would, you know, feel bad enough for me to take up for me and help me. And the other times it's just, like, they just did it because of who they are. And honestly, you know, the help, like people feeling bad enough for me, I don't really like accepting that help because most of the time it's like, I don't want to say it's pride, but it's more like, I don't need you to feel bad for me because I can handle it. I can, I got this. Like, I got God. I'm good. Nobody don't, don't nobody need to feel bad for me. But like after a while of facing Everything I was facing and fighting, everybody I was fighting and going through what I was going through. With all these people against me, all these people set out to, like, hurt me and kill me. Like, I'm accepting that help now. Like, I'm not too good for that help because, you know, at least you feel bad. I can't believe nobody do, you know. But I probably get that way more now than I did around this time that I'm talking about this. You know, but they don't really feel bad. I know it's not real because the very few people that felt bad for me when I when I had nothing to give, when I wasn't nobody to them, when, you know, it just was so cool. And, like, they just didn't have no reason to feel, to, to care about me at all. And people showed their true colors and they didn't have no reason to care about me at all. And ever since I made it out of that, I got to give all the glory and honor and praise to God. Because ever since I made it out of that, it's like way more people want to be my friend. And God, he reminds me, like, don't forget, nobody had your back but me. Those days, that was really tough. Those days, it was really, really hard for you. And you didn't know if you was going to make it. And you was the only person you could even have, the only person you had. I remember it was days that I went down the list. I'm like, I know such and such got my back, did me dirty. I know such and such got my back, did me dirty. They all just killing me. Just, like, literally, like, killing me. And I went down the list of, like, so many different people for the longest. 
And every single last one of them just did me dirty and laughed in my face. Did not care. Did not look back. Stepped on me. And this is a this the biggest blessing, really, because though I couldn't see it at the time, even though I could see it at the time, you know, God, God is, if God ever allow you to go through that, he's going to put you in a position that's going to be, he going to put you in an amazing position. He would never allow you to go through all of that like that and not put you in position for something. When he let you, when he let everybody step on you like that, he's doing that because when he put you in this position, he wants you to remember and know who everybody is. They showed you who they was when you was nobody to them or you didn't mean nothing or you had nothing to offer them. Don't forget. Well, forgive and forget. Because if I'm doing it God way, you got to forgive and forget. But, you know, know who they are, though. Know who they are. So, I remember, you know, most of the time, I was also, you know, my myself was exposed in this battle, too. Because, honestly, if I could have walked away from myself, I would have. I couldn't walk away from me. I had to fight for me. So, I wanted to even abandon myself. And I didn't. Like, I couldn't. But, you know, also God was showing me, like, exposing myself, like, who I am and where I lack and where, how you know, exposing, like, you know, different parts of me that's not as real as I thought I was, too. So I'm not, you know, I I want to say I'm, I'm not going to, like, judge them like I'm better than them. Or I'm not better than them, but I would never do the stuff they was doing, ever. Ever. I don't care. Yes, parts about me was being exposed that wasn't as real as I thought it was. And I'm working on those things, have worked on those things since. But I still wasn't that, like, just, oh, what's the word? I want to say heartless, but it ain't about heartless because you see they have heart for certain individuals. It's just, it's about... I don't know how to, I'm I'm trying to use the right word, but people just fake. People are just fake. And they do, and they they choose, and they fight for only the people that they feel they can benefit from. They don't like them either. They don't mess with them either. Put them in the position you in, and they do the same thing to them. It's just the fact that they think that they will need them for something. So... You realize people, most people like that. And the thing is, you know, you know you not. But it's just sad, you know. It's 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 a blessing to find out you not. You know, even though you already knew that. You know, when you look around and see how many people who ain't, you realize how much of a blessing it is that you are. Because you really felt like it was way more people like you. And, like, it wasn't that special to be, like, the kind of person you are. And had a kind of heart you got. But when you look around and you find out, like, mm, nope, it's rare. And I feel like rare, the word, that word rare, like, it's almost not, I don't even even feel like the word even is as impactful as it should be. Because how much is used? 
about things that aren't rare. But like, it's rare. Really rare. The truest form of that word. And I look around. I see all these people who really was not for me. And showed their true colors. You know, and it was just sad to me. Because, you know, you know what this means. You know what's going on. And even though you know that they not even all the way 100. And they showing their true colors. And so, therefore, they deserve whatever they got coming for that. And where they going to be when you end up where you're going. You still want to warn them, though. And you want to tell them just because you love them. Like, listen. Look around. Like, don't you see that... And it's not even just because you you getting stepped on like that. Because you're not going to always be stepped on like this. But that too, but still. But don't you see how you stepping on me right now? Don't you see how everybody's stepping on me right now? Don't you see how it's so easy for you to step on me right now? Look around. Why would you think that it would be so easy for you to do this right now? Like, and think the sad part is like most people just not going to care. They just don't care at all. Like... You ain't got nothing off for me. I feel like I will never need you again. So, bye. And they just don't think twice about it. They don't put too much thought, more thought into that. Some people will. But most people just not. Just just brutally do not care. And doing whatever is best for them and not caring about Like, you don't mean nothing to them. Nothing. And you start feeling bad for them. Because you know, like, just the fact that you treated me like I'm nothing when, like... I know I'm something. Maybe you can't see that. But if you look around and you see how many people's doing that right now, do you really feel like that's like you don't feel like you think that's a coincidence? You think it's a coincidence that everybody around you, everybody, period, just really just stepping on me like I'm nothing right now or period. And you think that's like that don't mean nothing at all. Like I'm that mean I'm really nothing. So. You almost want to warn the people you love because you want to tell them, like, you know, take a look around. Like, you got to pick up on this. Like, God is putting me in position. This for a reason. This is for a reason. He's putting me in position. And even though you stepping on me, too, even though you showing your true colors, I love you and I want you to be there. Like, just pick, just pick up on it. Wake up. Open your eyes. Like, just act like you care at least. I don't know, like, but they just don't. They just don't. And they show their true colors, and you can't save them. You cannot save them. And the thing is, they don't think you even in a position to save them. They feel like, I spoke, if anything, I could save you, and I'm not. And they laugh at you. Man. Man, I'm telling you, like, you can't, like, this Like this is why I feel like you got to be born this kind of person. You cannot teach this kind of stuff. You cannot teach somebody to be real or thorough. You cannot teach somebody to be what they're not. You just cannot give them the game. No matter what you do. That's why I hate people say I'm giving you free game right now. You can't give nobody nothing. 
You can't just give them anything because it don't matter if you told them every trick, every secret in a book. If this, if they not built like that, it's not going to do nothing for them. It's not going to benefit them none because they don't they don't operate in that way. They hearts, their minds do not operate in that way, meaning given opportunity, they wouldn't even do it even with the information. They wouldn't even know what to do with that information. And God showed me a new level of that. Like, God is so real. Obviously, he the truth. But God showed me a new level of that. Like, when you read the Bible, if you're not, if you're not built like that, if you're just not real, and your heart is not genuine, and you're not genuinely seeking the truth for the right reasons, you're not even going to understand nothing that's in it. You don't even understand the simple things like, you know, when somebody force you to walk a mile, walk two. Somebody steal from you, give them whatever else you have. Somebody smack you, turn the other cheek. You don't even understand the simple stuff. You don't understand the simple stuff. And... God just showed me how it's kind of like like the magic, the power that's in the Bible. I already knew that, but he showed me the power behind the words because he showed me how I do certain things based off of the word and just who I'm just how who I am, like how I'm built, how I'm trained up, you know, who I'm born to be. And people he would show me individuals that Excuse me. He would show me individuals that would be so perplexed, could not comprehend, so confused, just like what that mean? How do you know? How did you figure this out? How do you know this? Like where what what is you hiding? You must got something somewhere. Where is that? And they will search for it, they will look for it, they will really be thinking you hiding something like where could where could you possibly hide in this i'm watching you you know i know everything in your inventory i know everything you got everything you think everything you do i'm right there i know you can't hide nothing from me so where is you hiding it how could you possibly hide this and we'll still be searching places you know they know it ain't at and they think you really got like some sort of secret some device or something the whole time, the only thing you got in your hand is the Bible. Just the Bible. Just the Word of God. And you tell them. They're like, what? how do you know that? Like, where would you get this from? Who's telling you this? How do you, how's you figuring this out? And you tell them, it's right here in the Bible. Right there. And they really cannot see it. <laughs> they cannot see it. So all these movies... I've seen where they make little references about this. A lot of times, it's a it's a bunch of different movies, so I'm not gonna say a specific one. But they make references where it's like it's somebody who's searching for a treasure, or had a key to a treasure, or is the chosen one, and they see something, a island, a treasure map, a key, a path, and it's magically invisible to anybody. It's not for. 
magically invisible to anybody it's not for. And they be saying it's right here. Literally can walk in the pathway right in front of them. Show them the way. Guide them. And they can't go. They can't see it. They are lost, confused. It's magically, it has magically blocked them off. That's God's power. It's the truth. Some people cannot see in their mind, in their heart, in their soul, the truth. Because they don't want to see the truth. They're not looking for the truth. They don't respect truth. So no matter what you do, no matter how you try to guide them, no matter how hard you fight for them, no, even if you try to carry them on your back, they can't go. They cannot go. It is not for them. They will not survive. And I thought it was a curse because you love these people or you want to love them. And they just can't go. They just can't go. They're not built for it. They won't survive. They can't see it. You know, they lost. And you got to lead them literally at the gate, like a metaphorical gate. But you got to lead them at the door. They can't They can't cross that threshold with you. And it's sad because it's like you always dream when you ever got to this point, if you knew you was going to get there one day. Of the these very people being there with you, like you couldn't imagine it without them. Growing up, you always, you know, like this part of your dream. It's part of your dream for them to be there with you. It's part of your dream for them to be a part of it. And they cannot go. They can't even go. And you don't want to leave them behind. And they blame you. They blame you because it's for you and it's not for them. They blame you because you can see it and they can't. They blame you because, you know, it works for you and it's meant for you. And you built for it. You born to, you born to do something they not born to do. They not built for. And like I said, you love them so much. That even when they blame you and step on you and do everything in their power to show you who they is, you still want to fight for them so hard so that they can make it and go. And they just can't go. They just can't go. It's just like that. It's just what it is. So this is what I've been talking about a few episodes, how it's sort of confusing, you know, and from my understanding. You know, though I trust God's judgment, of course, he He know what he's doing. Like he will, he will show you, let them expose themselves, why they not built for it, why they can't go. And it makes sense. He's not ever wrong. But you start questioning, like, why am I built for it? But they not. Why me and why not them? Like they ask. You know, the very thing that break their heart, break my heart, too. Why is it you? Why is it not me? You know, and they want it so bad. They try to keep you from it, try and kill you, try and take it from you, or even be willing to die with you, kill you and themselves in order to keep anybody from getting it. And it should be the opposite. 
They should be willing to die with you to get you so to get you to that point. They should be willing to die for you to see you have it. They should be willing to, you know, even if they can't go, be happy for you to go, root for you and fight and do everything in their power to see you make it, even if they cannot go, even if they do not make it. At least you get there. At least one of us have it. But that's who you are. That's the kind of person you are. That's how you would do things. Literally. It's it's been proven. It's been sh- like God has shown shown me and revealed to me like I will literally carry somebody on my back for something that's meant for me. And because, you know, I I want to say it's meant for me because I want it to be meant for us. But I would carry somebody on my back. And be willing to let them have something because they want it that bad. And I would die to see them get it. Die fighting to see them have it. Just so that one of us get it. But that's never going to happen. God's never going to let that person get that. Because it's not for them. They wouldn't know what to do with it. And them getting it is worse than nobody getting it. Them getting it is worse than, you know... It never existing. It's worse because they just not gonna do nothing with it. They don't know what to do with something like that. They it don't they don't deserve it. It's not built for them. It's not for them. It's simply just not. And it gotta go to you. It got to. Cause you're the only person who can even handle it. You're the only person who can who who would know what to do with it, who would do the right thing with it. He not letting that get in their hands. They would probably ruin it or just exhausted of everything it was worth before they ever got to see it, you know, to its fullest extent of what it's worth. Like, just like in the movies, like when the wrong person, the villain, the bad guy, or just the person is just not meant for with the wrong heart, trying to touch something that's like made of gold and powerful, it just crumbled in their hands. It's not for you. You're not built for it. And if it wasn't powerful, if it wasn't power behind it, then maybe you will be able to walk with it, walk away with it. You know? But that's the truth. That's God. That's his word. I don't want to, you know, mix or, you know, make it put too much relic, relic-y stuff like... You know, fairy tale type stuff on God's word. He's the truth. This is real life. This is real life. This is not a fairy tale. Like when something not meant for you and it crumbles in your hands, you know, that God's that God is giving you, that's like life or death. That's like like life or death. It might not always mean life or death, but you know, it use it really do come down to that, meaning your future. Either you have one or you don't. And nobody can steal your destiny. Nobody can take that from you. No matter what happened. But it's just sad that, you know, you have to go through the season and the time in your life where God revealed to you what what lengths people will go to to do stuff like that, to keep you from it or to take that from you or to keep, you know, just to have it for themselves. It's sad. 
because God got to prove a point. He got to show you, like, this, this what I've been telling you. Like, if you ever doubt anything I ever said, here's confirmation. And this is why I made you like this. This is why you are who you are. This is why you built like this. This is why this for you. This is why I can't be them. Because he know in your heart, you know, you are devastated. Like, why can't it be them? Why can't they go? Because you love them so much because that's how you built. And they heart is like, I'm glad it's not them. I want it to be me. And if it is them, I'll kill them. I kill them to get to it. Or kill them to keep them from having it. I want them to have that. But in your heart, you devastated that it can't be them. You would die for them to be able to have it. You know, God, I want them, I love them so much and I want them to have it so much. Take me. Let them have it. Mentality. And they just not, it's not built for them. They not going. No matter what you do. So, like, I used to grow up thinking everybody around me would be faced with this, like, future. Everybody around me would have to deal with this. Everybody around me would have to see this. Everybody around me would be built for it. Please. That's a joke. I mean, it's a few people. I'm thinking, like, I ain't know specifically who, but I'm thinking it's probably a few people that obviously want to make it or go or it's not built for. But for real, for real, my naive mind was feeling like almost everybody around me was really real like that, really built like that. For real. And we used to have conversations. And I just it don't add up. It don't add up. The conversations we had, the things we talked about, the things I thought we had in common. Who I thought we all was after different, like, hard times. Going through, making it through very hard times together. Who I thought we all was and had to be after all of that. And it's still not them. So you wonder, like, throughout those hard times, like, what that turn you into? You know, clearly you can see. But at the same time, it's like, how, like, so you mean to tell me you wasn't, like, you thought y'all had the same thought process, the same heart going through those things. Like, you know, going through times like this, it really make you appreciate what's, what's, you know, more important. It really make you truly appreciate who you're around. And it make you realize, like, yeah, this stuff is hard because of things we lack. But I never trade anything in the world for, you know, the bond and the experience and the memories of this person, the love we got. And they is not like that. They would trade you or anything in the world for whatever it is they lacking right now. It didn't teach them nothing. The whole time they thinking about how they don't care about you or nobody else, you know, they'll give you or anybody else for whatever it is they need at that moment. But not always. But that just being exposed and you seeing that for real, some people got a little bit of that in them. Some people a little more than others. And then some people just 100%. I ain't going to say 100%, but just built like that. Just really just built like that. 
and it was just it was just amazing to see you know people it still is like even now it still is but even but now I would get more I would get through to somebody a little more like they might actually listen a little more now which I don't even feel like they really still even listening you know they never gonna listen God's showing me that because they're not going. They're not going to make it. But this part is necessary. Because. Your heart always want to keep believing in people. Your heart always want to. You know. You know. Still question things that you know. That God has shown you. And God got to eliminate all of that. He got to really expose all of that. Because it's what it is. Like, it's what it is. He don't want to eliminate the love you got for them. He don't want to eliminate you the way you love people, period. But he just want to eliminate, you know, your, the lies. He got to expose the truth. He got to eliminate the lies. Like, you lying to yourself about them. They not like that. They're not built like that. They're not that person. And when I thought it was enough, God was like, nope. Still ain't enough. You still lying to yourself about that person. You're still in denial. And I'm not saying don't forgive them and don't forget like I taught you, but I'm saying it's a way to do it. You don't deny what you see. You don't deny who they are. You don't pretend like it's not happening you don't lie to yourself you don't find a way around it you don't you know pose it as something else no none of that you accept it for what it is accept them for who they are and deal with it accordingly meaning forgive them forget what they did love them anyways don't you know don't do don't do anything differently that you wouldn't have already done but know who they are though Know who you're dealing with. You got to know who you're dealing with. With God, though, I love him so much because you can stick your hand out get bit by a snake. And you know that snake just bit you. And you still stick your hand out in order to save or, you know, just because of how your heart is. And you get bit by that snake over and over and over again. And, you know... I'm not saying that's not dumb. <laughs> Maybe somebody think that's dumb. You're going to get bit by the same snake twice? Yeah, sometimes. And God loves you so much for it that he's going to make sure you're immune to it. You are going to bite. This snake, this poisonous snake going to bite you, but you're not going to die. You're not going to die. It's not going to kill you. And it's just going to make you stronger. Like Paul. You know, he was only bit by that snake once, but that poisonous venomous snake was supposed to kill Paul, but he had a destiny on his life. Like he God had plans for Paul. And he survived a poisonous venomous snake bite. That the people who are aware of these snakes, lived around these snakes, avoided these snakes every day, said he must be a god. Either he got a death wish or he a god of some sort. 
And that's kind of like exactly what I'm talking about. What do you feel like I'm going through? People, they set traps for you that you're never supposed to make it out of. You're supposed to die. Like, they was literally planning your funeral. Planning their responses, acting like they was going to be surprised at your death. Planning how they was going to move forward without you. Happily, not caring nothing about you. Already had it planned because they were sure you was dead. They were sure this was going to kill you. You was never going to make it out of this. And... You get up from something. You come out of something. Okay. Stronger. Maybe not always untouched like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But you always make it out stronger. Knowing who God is. And they're looking at you like, who are you? Who must you be? Because you're supposed to be dead. That was a death trap. I'm not supposed to be seeing your face again. You're not supposed to be breathing. And some people get more motivated. You know, I think that's foolish. But other people, you know, they step back and say, you know, I know God is real. Like King Nebuchadnezzar did after they came, after Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of that fire after he threw them in for not submitting to his authority over God's. After they came out that fire, he was like, oh, there is a God in heaven. He changed his whole attitude. He like, yeah. I think I'm going to worship y'all, God. After all he was saying, after after all this, all the mess he talked, like, you going to fear your God over my God? And I'm about to throw you in a fire? Let's see if your God going to save you then. They came out of that fire and he was like, I think I want your God to be my God. Sometimes it'll happen like that because of your testimony, because of how you made it out. They're like, okay, you know, whoever you worship, your God, God in heaven, God of Israel, that's my God now. He real. It can't be denied no matter who they was or who they thought they were or whatever power they thought they had. They got to respect the truth. They got to respect the realness. They got to respect how real God is. They don't got no choice. That was the point of you even being in that situation. Other times, they fear you. Like how they feared the Jews. How they feared the Israelites. The Jews after King Xerxes passed that law on the day that each and every single last one of them was supposed to be killed just because they were Jewish. Just because they believed in God. On that day, after it was flipped and reversed. And King Xerxes, one of the most powerful kings in the entire world at that time. Changed that law and flipped the switch. Gave all the power he had to the Jews to protect them and keep them from being killed off to prevent genocide. And everybody turned around and feared God. Now they want to worship God. Now they want to change their religion. 
So it's always to show God's power. He does things like this to show his power. It hurt. It's going to hurt, you know, facing possible death. Being set up. Falling into trap set. But making it out is always what it's about. It's always worth it. Always worth it. And it's not just to show his power, but also to show you who you are. To reveal who you are. To test you and to expose who you really are. Because if he give you, if he know he's placed enough power in you, he trusts you, he believes in you, he knows what's going to happen. God knows what's going to happen. But if he... If you was placed in front of the fire that they turned up 10 times hotter today just for you, you're going to still be like, I trust God, and and get thrown in. No matter of fact, jump in like it's a pool. Or you're going to be like, um, actually, like, I don't know if I trust him that much. I think I'm just bow to your authority. I choose you over God. No. See, I see, I know now that they would have to kill me. I'd be willing to die about it. I know that. And I always knew that. I always knew that. He's a part of me that can't be stripped from me. He's, he is, he's made me who I am. He is me. I am no me. I am nothing without God. So for somebody to, Threaten to take that away from me. I don't know what would be left. What did you actually expect to, you know, exist after you told after I, you know, supposedly gave up God? What was supposed to exist of me? I know how that looks. That looks like super pathetic. And worthless. Nothing. I would be nothing. And I would know it every day. If that's what I decided to do. God has shown me what it feel like to live in a world without him. Ain't nobody felt that here. Even the people who have sold out on him. Didn't choose him. You don't know you still don't know what it's like to live in a world without God. He still got your back. Even when you don't got him. Because God is faithful because he cannot deny himself. Though you can deny yourself, he cannot deny himself. He is the truth. So giving up on you, not caring about you, not loving you, and not looking out for you would be denying himself. He's faithful when we're not. That being said... this All of this to say... That I saw something. I saw it was a lot of times, like I said, I was I was being exposed to. I was being tested, and I saw that I kept assuming it would be a certain individual who had it out for me like this. Like even though it was so many different people all the time, I'm blaming so many different people all the time, and I am. I mean, it's so many people hurting me all the time. I just couldn't see who it was. But I knew I could feel it with so many different people. I'm thinking that, you know, it must be this these certain individuals behind it. You thinking about the people you had it out with before it all started. You thinking about your enemies or anybody who would 
you feel like will ever be capable of this stuff. And you automatically assume, you know, it got to have something to do with them. Or even if you're not assuming it's them, you're wondering. You can't quite figure out who would ever do you like that. But you're wondering, like, who could it possibly be? And these are people you consider. If anybody. And the very people you consider will be the very people that actually wouldn't do you as bad as the very people that you would never consider. The ones you would never thought. The ones you would never consider. The ones you think they had never let nothing like this happen to me. Matter of fact, if they knew this was happening to me, I would not be in this situation. I'll be covered. And they the very ones doing you like that. Laughing. Enjoying it. And... The ones who you thought to yourself, if anybody it be you, those be the very ones that when they around you covered. When they around, at least they doing what they can. They doing something. But the just the smallest little bit that they would even consider doing is a lot more than the people who you thought would do so much more for you. Who you thought would be there for you. Who you thought had your back. They can lift a pinky finger. The ones who you thought your enemy. The ones who you thought... What if anybody, it be them. They lift a pinky to help you. And that's more than the people who you thought loved you and had your back. Whatever do for you. And so I noticed that. And I don't want to. I don't want to. Because I'm not 100% sure. And I've been trying to think about this for days. And it's amazing because. You know. I was so sure and so adamant about not forgetting None of these memories that I felt like really mattered or any of it, really. And I fought so hard for it for so long. I still have access to it, but I guess I'm just so, lately so exhausted that I'm not fighting as hard as I once did for stuff like that. I'm fighting for necessities now. And all I know is, like, I'm just doing the best I can to survive, but all I know is, like, I remember I had this memory. It was one person I blamed a lot. And because of who because of who God is, I know God is behind all of it. He showed me, like, don't blame nobody a lot. Don't feel like you know who this is because the very person you least consider is the very person that it is. And the very person that you consider the most is the one who it do at least something to help you. Doing way more than them. And you automatically assuming that it's a certain person and blaming it on them or considering them at all for something like this. As if if it was anybody for any reason it'd be okay to do something like this. And that's what that's where you lack. And he was exposing what I lack. But the very person I thought it was or was at least considering, because I, like I said, to the extent of what was happening, you don't, you don't think anybody will do you like that ever. But somebody is. No, everybody is. But the very person who you consider is the very person that's helping you the most, more than anybody else. I'm gonna say the most. God is helping you the most. God is the only one on your side. You know that for a fact. Nobody got you like God. Everybody with everybody who talks to the wolves at this point. But at least this individual would offer some sort of aid or help. I found out 
this person was defending me, like, almost, I won't say the whole time, but, like, was defending me way more than I even knew. Way more than anybody else. Well, around the time, way more than, like, most people. And all I know is I asked them, why? Why would you, why would you help me after... Me, you know, automatically assuming that if anybody, it'd be you doing this. Really feeling like you was capable of something like this. And that person said, because why wouldn't you know that I know that you would die for anybody? He didn't even have a selfish reason for it. Like, because you ain't know who I was, even though that's obvious. Or because I had to prove a point. That, you know, I would never do you like this. That could be part of the reason why. But it was because of who I am. God is amazing how he shows his power in people. And how he exposed why you never make assumptions. Just like when Jesus said, you know, the saint came in the, in the temple and he worshiped God like, I'm a saint. I'm righteous. I pay my tithes and I'm obedient and there is no wrong found in me. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. And then there was a tax collector who came in there and said, he ripped his clothes and said, I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I do not deserve your forgiveness or your mercy. The saint was the one who was going to hell. And the tax collector was the one who was going to heaven. God worked in mysterious ways because he's not a man. But it's really not that complicated. It's kind of, you can kind of pick up on it. But you just got to be real. You got to want to seek the truth. You got to want the truth. You got to know it. Know who God is. Because it's pretty, it's simple like that. The very person who thinks they are something, they mistaken because you need to understand that you are nothing. Always stay humble and know you are nothing without God. You're just dirt that he breathed life into. And the very person who thinks they are nothing, there are so much more than they'll ever know to God. You cannot be in God's presence without humility. He respects humility. Without it, you're lost. That's why it requires submitting to his authority and giving him all the credit. Because if you take any credit for yourself, you lack the commu- the humility that you need. And I realize that God has used this process to pull a certain level of humility and and humbleness out of me that I've never known. Will otherwise never know without him. Excuse me, I realized lately I've been backslidden. But after going through what I've gone through, you can never forget these lessons, ever. You can never forget them. Because he made sure, and is still making sure, that he is branding me for life. To know his power and know who he is and know who everybody else in this world is and know who I am in him. So, like I said, without him, I'm nothing. But also, this person stood by my side for a while while everybody brutalized me and couldn't do much for me. But just stand by my side and doing what they could, like defending me and trying to warn me certain times so I wouldn't have to, 
you know, fall so hard or walk into traps and be, you know, brutalized as much. This person, like, I remember one day I was talking about who would be who would be the night or who would be my night. And I assumed who I thought it would be. And that's the very person who was brutalizing me the most. And God revealed, no, it's actually that person, the least person you'd expect. And that's when he revealed to me, like, he's like, I know you would die for anybody. And that's when I really looked back at, on the memories of this person. I said to myself, how could I have missed this about you? And that's when I realized I didn't. I just had to pay more attention. You've always been this person. You've always been like this. I always saw it in you. For real, for real. I don't, you know, I don't know if I overlooked it or I didn't think it was so important because I wasn't paying attention to who you are. But now I'm faced and deal with that same thing where people's overlooking me or not paying attention to the qualities that I have and who I am. And I've always been this person. They must have been doing that the whole time to me too. So we got more in common than I ever knew. And God revealing that it's like, I love God. I love how he do things. I love how he show his power. Like, he keeps counting ways that we will never imagine. He works in mysterious ways. We do not know what he's doing. A lot of times we as humans, we think, Let's, I'm going to do this. Or I know it's about that. Or we think our logic and our perspective is everything. And we do not have no idea what God is doing. So even trying to pretend as if you can be God or do his job, you have no idea. Like, even if you were the best who ever lived at imitating him to the highest quality, you still would never come close. Because the wisest man ever existed here is a fool to God. He is the only wise God. He created everything here. So any type of logic perspective we ever think we could be brought to is just a small little piece of a big, much broader picture that only God has a grasp on. And I love him so much for it because he's so patient with us. Though we feel like we can do this without him. Though we feel like we actually, you know, have the ability to do his job like or assume that he doesn't know what he's doing or assume that he he can do things differently or like something else should be done differently and i'm realizing a lot in this i know i said earlier you know i feel like god should be doing more and i made this mistake before i said to god you know i don't feel like you're doing enough i don't feel like you're protecting me enough i don't feel like you are, I don't feel like, you know, it's a point in worshiping you or choosing or reading the Bible anymore. Like, I, I could do this on my own. And God said, you don't know what I'm protecting you from. And he has never spoken to me on that matter ever since like that. And that's showing me, like, he only going to say this one time, one time only. If you forget, you won't, you won't forget because what's coming next, I'm going to show you a little bit of what I've been protecting you from. And... You can't do it without me. You're going to know that. He could have did that in multiple ways. I'm blessed that he did it immediately. Because I could have found out later. After so much time had passed and so much suffering had passed. And you can't ever get that time back. You can't ever get that none of that back. I, I, it's a blessing that God saw fit to do it now. Like, I'm going to do it now. A lot of people like, 
you know, get upset that, you know, I get my consequences right now that people are getting away with this kind of stuff for years. Or they do it in the meantime, still don't get no consequences. It's a blessing you get your consequences immediately. Because the longer it takes, the long that's how long you're ignorant. That's how long you don't realize you could be doing better and how wrong you are. I don't ever say that's how much you'll regret because God has shown me not to regret nothing in my life. Nothing. Ever. And it's a blessing and I have to regret nothing. I'm telling you, it's a... It's a freedom in it. It's a, it's a, it's peace and it's freedom involved in never regretting nothing ever. It's like a new level and it's love. It's real love. When you don't have to regret a thing. I don't regret anything. God has taken that from me early and I love him for it. But before the time is up, God I said, he's my knight. And God said, yes, that's, that would be your knight. And I said, so, you know, I just started saying, okay, so I'm going to officially call him my knight. And then that's when God said, okay, you want to make it official? And then I saw myself dubbing him. He got down on one knee and I had like a sword or some sort of wand or something. And I dubbed him on both shoulders as my knight. I remember that. And God saw him as worthy for that. And I did too, after realizing his true character, that he wouldn't do it for him. He wouldn't do it to prove a point to others. He did it because he knew who I am. Because he believed in me and God, of course. But that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. When you got a bunch of people around you who you feel like deserve that, or you feel like you were put in that position. That's why it's always best to let God do the, you know, judging. Let God judge. Because you think you know what you're doing. You don't know who people are. You don't know their hearts like God knows their hearts. You don't know the things that they devise in their hearts about you, about others. Period. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're very wrong. You have to let God decide. You have to. You have to. Because... It could mean life or death, and the person that God chooses for you could be the very individual that makes the difference in saving your life. Genuinely, I feel that, you know, obviously I don't feel like God would, you know, say that for no reason and have me dub this individual for no reason. But it's clear that this person, this individual has saved my life on multiple occasions. Multiple occasions, though it may seem like a small thing, like I said, they were trying to kill me, and he was actually the one of one people, the only people who not only cared, but actually fought and helped. So I do realize that this individual is still around me. I realized it in the last few days or weeks, where I kept hearing, you know, it's such and such, it's such and such, and. You know, I would put their name, but I don't want to, you know, it's not that they don't have a name or anything. I don't know. If, I, I don't know. I respect more than putting a name out there. But all I know is, you know, I keep hearing it's such and such and such and such. And I realize what part and what position this person plays.
and you know it's showing me you know a few things that haven't changed is still there that God has set in stone for real or that God has placed that are you know that is kind of there and also it it also shows me on another level like I immediately I question who must I be to be able to dub someone what power must God have has has God given me that I can dub someone usually the only people who are within jurisdiction to dub anyone are princesses or queens or kings or princes of royal descent and knights are only found in castles anyways protecting castles and heads of the head of armies of kingdoms so i realize that that's what's being protected right now a kingdom and that's who i am in this battle a queen and i've always known i was god's queen i've always known that he showed me my castle he showed me my kingdom he showed me these different things he showed me what i do you know i lead my army into battle i don't just point a finger and say go i'm out there fighting with them i'm out there starving with them i'm out there you know dying with them we're gonna all die together about this kingdom or we all gonna survive about this kingdom because we're gonna all be getting our hands out we're gonna all be fighting and doing this work and it's beautiful because that's exactly how king david was that's how king saul was you know the best kings that have ever ruled over israel and in the bible period they have fought with the army they were very valiant warriors that's who i am that's who god has made me and it's spiritual but it's not going to stay that way he's made that clear i mean it's going to stay spiritual but it's manifesting into the natural this is going to we're seeing it happen before our very eyes for so long it's only been spiritual now we're seeing it happen before our very eyes but um I just want to talk about that. You know, in the midst of this battle, I understand and trust God. And a lot of things are being, you know, pulled. And, like, you know, when you fight in Satan's kingdom, they play very dirty. So a lot of cards are being pulled. But God is reminding me what's most important. He's reminding me who people are. He's reminding me who are the real enemies. You know, and he's reminding me what's what we're truly fighting for what's most important to be worrying about in this season, in this time. So I'm going to come back in the next episode. I'm going to talk, I'm going to go into depth about, you know, the different things that God's reminding me lately that is being protected. And also I want to talk about a little bit, you know, different things I've heard from, you know, God's chosen, his apostles, that were very similar to what I'm going through and what I'm talking about that kind of like confirms 
Not that I needed the confirmation. I shouldn't need it. But it supports that this is who 